0: So you think that you could ever just shine despite the fact that this body is falling apart. There's the cellulite, there's the age bot there's the sagging jowls. I know, it's painful. But today I'm going to tell you about something that is way more important than the body that is holding your most beautiful part and that is the heart of who you are. How to find that heart and how to live in that heart to the very fullest there's one key thing that you need to find in this life will get you through anything so i'm waiting for you in here come on in and join me this is the podcast that walks you down the path from not enough to brave enough For love, for life, for making a difference in this world, however that looks for you. This is where the Secret Inner Hero Society is alive and well, and you are going to be inspired by the stories of women who are doing it, being brave enough to love again, to live this life with courage. I'm Bernice McDonald and I am excited to have you here. So get on in here and let's do this. Did you know that in the UK, they did a survey a few years ago, a health and wellness company, of several thousand women of all ages? And they asked them, at what age do you start worrying about getting older? do you know what they found out? They found out (laughs) that it's in our 30s where we start to worry about that. Now, I think this is very true because... Do you remember when you got to be in your 30s and maybe you had had a baby or two and you were starting to, you know, get that mature woman body look to you and you discovered the cellulite? Do you remember the feeling that you had about the cellulite? It was like, oh no. I'm no longer a young girl. I am now moving toward being an older woman. Now that happens in our mid to late 30s. In our 40s, now I may have mentioned this before, but it's a true observation that I have made. In our 40s, We not only worry about cellulite, we start to worry and watch for all the other signs of aging. You know, the sagging chin, the jowls coming down, the chin hair, which we talked about last podcast, the wrinkles in the skin, the saggy baggies, all those things that start to happen to our bodies. And we equate that with aging. Well, that's not the only thing that happens in your 40s. What also happens in your 40s is that a lot of women have come to the conclusion that this is the way their life is going to be. It's not the way it was supposed to turn out, but it's the way it's going to be. They settle into being who they are in that decade because they believe that they've kind of, you know, it's set in stone set in cement. Their footprints are already set in that stone. I want to remind you that you are a person inside a body. You are on a path. When you were born, you entered that path. When you die, you will leave that path. In between, you are not a body walking that path you have a body, but you are not that body. You are a heart inside that body. Now, lots of stuff happens. Bombs drop on you out of the blue, right? Not in your control. It just catches you off guard. Boulders flatten you. Things happening that surprise you in your day-to-day life that are very difficult to get out from under sometimes. Other people on their paths are throwing rocks at you. For some reason, the words that they throw hurt you, or they feel that they have to put expectations on you to make them happy, or all of those kinds of things. Much of this, all of it, in fact, the bombs, the boulders, the rocks, they're not really in our control. We don't have any control over that. My sister Colleen is an example of that. Just two years ago, her husband suddenly died from a massive heart attack. Doing what he loved, he was working, but he just died immediately. Felt no pain. Doctor said he didn't even know what hit him before he hit the ground. He was gone. But he left my sister behind. My sister and he had been married for well over 40 years, and he was her rock. It was very difficult for her. She's been adjusting and adapting, but as we've talked about what her experience that she's going through, I mean, right from the beginning, it was like, yeah, it was his time to go, and for some reason, she's still here. And those are the key words. That was a bomb on my sister's life. She's still here to live with that, to decide, to make the decision about how she's going to handle it. Now, she could have curled up and just died inside and then coasted along until it was her time to go, right? She could have done that. She could have just given up. But instead... Her philosophy is that I have a reason to still be here. Now, she writes and is learning to write better. She encourages women through her teaching to know their God, to hold his hand through all of this stuff, the bombs, the boulders, the rocks that get thrown at them. She helps them to understand that pain is difficult, but they have hope in the middle of that pain. Now, I know another woman who had a totally opposite reaction to that. Her husband died many years ago, and she has not yet recovered from that. She hasn't healed. She did. A part of her, a large, large part of her did just curl up and die with him. Now, the way that she has faced her life is by saying, I'm missing the best part of my life. He's gone. So my life is over. I just can't live fully without him here. I feel sad for her. There is such a danger when we allow that to happen on our path. It's not just looking at our bodies and seeing all the saggy baggies and the cellulite and the wrinkles and the, you know, the big circles under our eyes, the gray in our hair. It's not just about getting discouraged about that though that does happen and we have to be careful that that doesn't become our main focus because when we focus on aging we will age when we focus on other things i'm going to tell you about how we get past that so we're on our path something happens we conclude from that thing that happens that What we can do is that we think that our life is over. We can't go on. We think that I am who I am has been decided. Now, that's because our brain is always looking for the things that we focus on, just like I said, and we are always asking ourselves questions. The question here is not, how do I get through the rest of my life without my spouse? Or how do I get through the rest of my life now that I'm getting old? But the question should be, because let me first tell you, when you ask your brain a question, your brain is absolutely amazing. It will go looking for the answer to that question. And it will come back with something, whether that it's a correct answer or not that's our our um our reticular activation system kicking in <laughs> yeah i know that sounds pretty scientific and pretty out there but that's how our brain works when you are when you look around a room, Tony Robbins does this with his people, and I've been through his seminar several times, and he does this every time. When you are in a room and, and, he, and you are looking for something, you pick out all the blue. Look for things that are blue, 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 blue. And then you close your eyes, and then he says, now tell me about all the things that were red you're not thinking about red things. You're thinking about blue things because you told your brain to look for the blue. Now that's a really simple explanation, but that's how it works in life too. When you are saying, how am I going to get through the rest of my life when all of this has happened to me and all this is wrong with me? Your brain is going to say, yeah, your life really sucks. It's a terrible place to live. How are you going to do it? Okay, tell you what, let's pull back. Let's keep ourselves safe. Now, let me tell you the question that will change all of that. You should be asking, we should, all of us, be asking the question, what am I here to do? What am I Here to do? What is left here for me to do? And I'm sure this isn't new to you, but we forget about it when we get into our 40s and then we move into our 50s and our 60s and we focus on aging and we think that the cellulite defines us as just wearing out and getting old and useless and maybe getting to the place where we don't have any relevance anymore, where nobody wants to listen to us and maybe we're feeling invisible when all of that happens, we should be saying, whoa here. I am not my body. I am the person that lives inside my body. So what am I here to do? Let me tell you something that is a secret to all of this. You need to find your word because each of us has a word, a word that sums up what we are meant to do. It's not necessarily that great glorious purpose like rescuing the world or stopping world hunger or bringing world peace, but we can do our part by living in our word. Our word gives us the permission to love, to bring joy, to help others in some way to encourage. Our word sums that up. My word is to inspire, which means to light others on fire, to light them up from the inside. That's my word. And I can use that word in anything I do. I can be that person. Now, the thing for you is to find your word and live it with all of your heart until the day you die. Three ways that you can find your word. First of all, one of the most key things is to develop a strong identity, to learn about and know who you are, what you stand for, what you love, what you're passionate about, what you hate, what really burns you up. All of those things help you to create a powerful, identity. The second thing is to find the courage to love in the face of fear, the courage to live that identity, to be that person and make that more important than what scares you. Make it more important to live out who you are than to be afraid. Than to be, than to think about what others think of you. That brings you to the third thing because when you find your word, then you can create your future. You come up with a plan, and a plan, my ladies, is essential. It creates that future for you to be able to say, This is what I want to accomplish by the time I'm 70, this is who I want to be when I'm 70. This is my dream. I am going to take these steps to make it happen. So you have your word that you are seeking to discover your word, like shine, like love, like glow, like inspire, like comfort, like whatever it is. You'll be able to apply your actions to that word and it will lead you to your dream. You'll be able to take what's in your heart and apply that word and make that happen out into the world. This is why, because Helping women to create their their a powerful identity, to find the courage to live in that identity and come up with a plan, a compelling future, a way that they want to live until the day they die, full of life and loving their life. That's why I have created this whole or came up with this plan for finding a thousand women to join and be a part of this secret inner hero society. That's where that came from. It's part of who I am and what I'm meant to do in the world to light people up, to light you up. Now remember the superheroes like Batman and Superman and Spider-Man? They aren't like the Marvel heroes today, you know, the the uh, Avengers who everybody knew who they were. They're not, they don't hide. Batman and Superman and Supergirl and all of those, they had masks, right? And nobody knew who they were. That was their secret identity. And I think in a way it was easier for them to be a superhero in that way because, They didn't have to sign autographs for one thing like the Avengers do, and people don't point to them on the street, but they could just put on their mask and go out there and do good and then go back to their life. In a way, that's why I make the Secret Inner Hero Society secret, because you can just... Be a part of it inside. Nobody even has to know that you are growing yourself in that way. Nobody even has to know that you have this goal to be this particular woman when you're 70, when you're 75, when you're 80. Nobody has to know that those are your goals except the people that you choose to share that with. What they see is this woman just becoming the person that she's meant to be, the best her inside. That's your secret inner hero, the best you, without fear, without expectations put on you, without living up to somebody else's idea of who you should be. It's you, the heart, walking on the path. That's you, and in living as your secret inner hero. So, how do you face? the cellulite, the saggy baggies, the age spots on your hands, the tiredness and the aching bones as your body ages. How you face it is you find your word, your word that talks about your heart inside and who you are. It's not about this body we live in. You could end up a paraplegic and that's one of the biggest fears that all of us have. But even as a paraplegic, You could still live your word. You still could be that person inside. You still could be heroic because you are who you're meant to be. All right, enough on this for now. If you want to know more about the Secret Inner Hero Society, check out my website, www.bravenoughforlove.com. That's where it's all going to be happening. That's where you can join. I really want you to think about this about your word about creating one that strong identity two to finding the courage through your inner hero to live as that person and three to to dream up that plan to know to have a direction to be moving forward in a, a way that's going to take you there till the day you die no All right. Enough for now. And I thank you so much for joining me. And I will talk to you in the next podcast.